Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. I will not wear it on my face. I will not wear it any place. I will not wear it on my chin. I will not wear it to get in. I will not wear it on my ear. I will not wear it out of fear. I will not wear your stupid mask. I will not wear it. So please don't ask. Good morning, everybody. Great to be with you here on Political Coffee. That's a limerick, one of two that I'm going to share with you today. It, uh, this comes from, it's a cat in the hat. I mean, it, it is pretty cool. Now, I have to tell you that this came from Don Powers last night, was one of our guest speakers at the Political Coffee Clatch. Boy, if you missed it, you missed it. You shouldn't have. And you shouldn't have because there was good stuff there last night. A little bit of technical problems. We'll get it worked out with some of the audio visual. The gremlins were working. They just did not want us talking about the Salem City budget, which we did last night. How you can see and understand the process about how... You as an individual can go look into the 2024 budget and compare it with the 2023 and the 2022, in fact, earlier budgets to look at how much Salem government has grown, especially now as they admit in their budget message, especially now that the COVID money is gone. Hmm. That was a good thing last night. Also out of that, Matt Wyatt, I want to thank Matt, uh, who did a presentation on looking at the budget and just the basics about how the budget is structured, where you go look for things. It's actually pretty easy. But he found a tool that I, I did not know about. Now, Matt is part of a group of people of certified auditors, even though he is not a certified auditor himself. He's part of a group that uh, of certified professionals uh, across the country uh, in the in the government auditing space, right? So there is a tool that is on the city's website, City of Salem's website, that allows you, the individual, you and I, to literally kind of rework the budget. And then submit it by you know, just looking at the budget and cutting out certain programs. And Matt did that. The current 2024 Salem City budget, according to their narrative, according to the budget message, shows that they have an $11 million deficit, which is why they need to raise your input, the first ever income tax which, by the way, is a disease that will spread to other cities. If 
we the people, or you the people, because you get to vote or not, I don't, because I don't live in Salem city limits, like many of you listening to my voice right now who are going to have to pay the tax anyway. If you all who do live in the city city of Salem limits, if you do not repeal this thing, this will spread to other cities all across Oregon. They'll do the same thing. Now, there's a tie-in to this with what we're talking about today in terms of what has to happen on our side, those of us who believe in the cause of liberty. What we have to do at the local level to push back on the leftist Marxist mentality that is emanating out of major cities and some states, but major cities both in Oregon and what's happening across the country on elections, First Amendment rights, your Second Amendment rights. It's a big deal, folks. Very big deal. Now, I'm going to tie all of this in, but I got to share this with you that What's happening here is an attack on our very liberties, and and this Salem City tax is a type of attack on our liberty. What do you mean, Jeff? The, The right that God gives us to life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Now, if government is, let me just throw this out to you as um, something to think about. If government is forcibly taking money from you in your wallet, reaching into your wallet, pulling money out, if government's doing that, for the necessary uh, items of public safety, the public defense, the military, to have some bureaucracy through income taxes. And and believe me, not every state has income taxes. We have it federally, but not every state has it on the state side. If government's doing that and we benefit from it, we've accepted that. Now, remember, the in- income tax is relatively new. It did not come, the payroll deduction tax did not come into place until the 40s to help pay for the war, right? We have accepted it. Now, what is the acceptable level of taxation? What are you willing to pay? There's been surveys done about this, but my point to you is this. Liberty, life, liberty in the pursuit of happiness, is impacted by the amount of taxes you pay for everything. Your property taxes, and by the way, if you're renting, you're paying property taxes. Because the property taxes your landlord, the property owner is paying, is built into the cost of your rent. So you're paying the property taxes. You're not going to escape it. So what is the acceptable level for you? And is 
there a limit that you consider to be excessive? Now, I want to talk a little bit about this. I also want to just quickly throw this out to you for those of you who are interested. Are you going to watch the Republican debate tonight? Now, Trump's not going to be there, right? We know that. They're going to air this interview he did with Tucker Carlson instead. Are you interested in doing this? To watching it? For not the purposes of deciding who might potentially beat Trump, because nobody's going to beat him. That's obvious, number one. And as Arizona is now maybe the fifth indictment, does that push this to a level of ridiculousness in terms of all these indictments against Trump? But are you going to watch tonight for the purposes of seeing who might be a qualified vice presidential candidate for Trump? Is that what this night is? Is that what both of these Fox debates are going to be? An audition for Trump? Or should he pick somebody entirely different? Are you going to watch? I'm just curious. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. By the way, there's a uh, fish wrap, Oregonian story about the, as I predicted. Remember I said that Tina convened this downtown Portland task force to figure out how to revitalize the city. That it would fail. Well, the first fail is happening right now. Here's the headline of the fish wrap story. Downtown Portland Task Force co-chair box at making workers come back to the office. Even as the mayor calls it a priority. So how would they enforce that? If you're a private employer... How would the city of Portland, I mean, I, I'm not saying this is a bad idea to balk at it. The co-chair saying, nah, we're not, we're not going to try to force a private employer to make them call all of their employees back. You know, the employees who don't want to deal with the homelessness, don't want to put up with Antifa and BLM running the streets of Portland, because they do. You want to put up with crime in downtown Portland, property crime, personal crime, because they know the woke DA, Mike Schmidt, will not enforce it, enforce the laws against those people. Oh, by the way, there's a companion story. I don't know if you guys saw this, but the Multnomah County DA's race, the guy that's challenging the woke Mike Schmidt. George Soros funded Mike Schitt. I'm, I'm sorry, <clears throat> Schmidt. Forgive me. Didn't mean to say that. That was a Freudian slip. There ever was one. Um, yeah, I know, Amanda. <laughs> that race, he is being challenged by one of his employees. It's getting money from Betsy Johnson. His challenger is. And guess who's funding Mike Schmidt, the woke DA, Kate Brown. 
She ain't going away, folks. The question is, where does Kate Brown resurface? Just saying. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Are you going to watch the debate tonight? And if so, why? Or should Trump, I mean, is this an audition for his vice presidential pick? Or should he choose somebody entirely out of the, the race? You know, like a Byron Donaldson. He's an extremely articulate, passionate, MAGA black man from Florida. Or maybe like a Carrie Lake, who's 100% MAGA. Shouldn't he have someone who believes 100% in his core beliefs of making America great again, who believes in the America First agenda? And by the way, folks, the America First agenda is a movement far beyond Donald Trump. Yeah, he's the guy who started it and he's the leader of it. But, you know, after Trump has gone from the stage, America First is going to survive and will be continuing to be boiling out there in manifesting itself in a lot of ways including local elections. We're going to get into what we learned last night about elections. If you were at the coffee clutch last night and you participated in the hand balloting process and hand counting, would love to get your impressions about it. It can be done. We don't need the machines, and we learned some things about the machines. Call or hang on. I'll get to you on the other side of the break. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC. Talk night is 620. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. In a moment, we're going to go to our caller. In keeping with today's theme and something I want to develop with you that uh, gets to your First Amendment rights, your Second Amendment rights is this story in the Gateway Pundit about the St. Louis mayor, a black leftist Marxist, announced plans yesterday to outlaw AR-15s, AK-47s, and military-style weapons, and she hopes that criminals will comply. Now, she also wants to take away your gun rights if you're convicted of an insurrection or a hate crime. Gee, I wonder who that might be aimed at. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC Talk. Let's go to our caller. Caller, good morning. Who are you? What do you have to say? Hey, good morning, Mr. Bruce. Hi, Bruce. He's talking about a tale between two cities. You have Vancouver and Portland, literally across the river from each other. I I spent this weekend in Vancouver, and it's beautiful there downtown. Their waterfront district... People out enjoying themselves and walk around without any cares. You go across the river to Portland, and it's 100% different there. It is a nightmare. It's, businesses are boarded up. Everything's closed down. See very few people walk around enjoying themselves or being able to get outside. It's a very simple lesson on how cities should and should not be run. 
why do you think this is? I mean, is it is it the overall political climate of a city that's reflected in who they vote to represent them and the political decisions they make? Or is it just because, you know, Vancouver is kind of a bedroom community of Portland. Portland's this big city. But is there a difference in your mind? You know, there really isn't. I think it's, well, let me rephrase that. It is a difference because the way uh, Vancouver seems to be run is the mindset of the people there. I know they're very liberal, very eclectic group of people there. But you know what? Why, why does one have homelessness and terrorists running the streets in Antifa and one doesn't? That's because of political decisions. That's right. There's a political decision made by the mayor and the city council of Portland to tell the Portland cops to stand down and the DA that won't prosecute the violent crimes. I don't know if you saw that Andy No, who was the conservative journalist that was attacked by Antifa. What a joke and travesty that was. Oh, isn't that about witness intimidation? And that that was by the the defense attorney was doing that. Yeah. I know. I mean, so, getting a fair trial in Portland if you're a conservative is about as good a chance as you would have in Washington, D.C. That's exactly right. Hey, Bruce, thanks. I appreciate you calling in, and thanks for listening today. You bet. And, Thank uh, you. Have a great way. Have a great day, day out there. there great, great point. The, the night and day difference between Vancouver, downtown Vancouver, and downtown Portland is stunning. And it's because of political decisions, without question. Now, a decision that you can make that is kind of political, but benefits your liberty, that decision is to buy some of Mike Lindell's products at MyPillow.com. You know, they're one of our advertisers now on the radio station and specifically this show. This show has its own discount code because right now at their 20th anniversary, they have incredible discounts on over 200 products. Yes, MyPillow alone has over 200 products. Not just the pillows, which I've been sleeping on for 12 years. They're fantastic, folks. And the bedding, the Giza Dream sheets that I slept on last night. But they have mattresses. Yes, mattress says, and mattress toppers. They have these incredible slippers. I think I have two, three sets of slippers now. Most comfortable slippers I've ever had in my life. And they have clothing. The towels are by far the best towels I've ever tried. Then they've got pet products. I mean, there's all kinds of products that they have. And when you buy from them using our discount code, not only get an incredibly good deal, which also helps support Mike Lindell and his fight for liberty. And you help support KSLM and this radio show specifically. Because he shares a little bit of that revenue with us. And we're grateful for that. Grateful for Mike Lindell. So here's what you do. It's really easy. You can just go to MyPillow and enter in MyPillow.com. Enter in the discount code PC23. Those are the initials of political coffee. The show, PC23. That simple. Or they have a dedicated 800 number you can call. 800 725 
5298. And that goes directly to a caller that gets credited to this show only. I use his products. I buy them and I give them away as gifts, which I did last year for Christmas. I hope you do too, or for other items or just stuff you need. PC23 is the discount code. Now, the St. Louis mayor announced plans to outlaw AR-15s, AK-47s at the local level, knowing that this is highly unconstitutional. It doesn't matter. They don't care. The Marxist left that inhabits, gets elected in Oregon, doesn't care about the Constitution, doesn't care about your rights. How do we fix that? It's 6.30. Let's talk about that. And are you going to watch the presidential debate tonight? Is it worth your time? Or is it a waste of time? Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. And we are back, friends. Great to be with you. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. That's the number to call, or you can shoot me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff, kslm.news. Like the one I got from Doug, who showed up last night. It was good to meet you, Doug, finally in person, at the Political Coffee Clatch, our little bi-weekly, every other week get-together at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. Thanks to Diana, who the owner of the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill, for giving us this two-hour block every other Tuesday, 6 to 8. Come and join us, folks. It's a lot of fun. You're learning things. And we are going to have – we also do this with Oregon People's Vote. We're going to do things to secure our own liberty at the local level. You can bet. We are. Now listen to this. You will not make me wear the mask. I won't comply, so do not ask. You cannot make me eat bug stew. I eat meat. That's what I do. You won't make me buy your battery car. I want gas. I drive far. You can't make me take jabs that clot. I won't take your Pfizer shot. We won't comply. Your scam is through. Prepare your blank for Nuremberg too. 
Now, I read that last night at the political coffee clatch and got a, <laughs> a lot of snickering, a lot of round of applause. Doug was there last night, like I said, and he writes me an email about today. But what I ask you about, what's the excessive amount of government taking money forcibly out of your wallet? And Art, hang on, I'll get to you in a second here. He writes, if government is forcibly taking money from your wallet, what is excessive? What is acceptable, you ask? He writes, we're in the middle of a global debt market sell-off. One trillion dollars of tax revenue just goes to pay the interest on the national debt. Shut it down. Shut it all down. In the Fed and return to free markets. At this point, the only free market capitalism we have are lemonade stands and garage sales. We shouldn't be paying the inhumane monsters, corporate fascists. We should be knocking down their doors. You agree with that? Kind of hard to argue, isn't it? It's also kind of hard to argue that it ain't going to get hot again, because it is. Like, we're going back into the 90s here shortly. This is a great reason for you to call Freedom Heating and Air before we get to the 90s. It's going to be a pleasant day today, maybe in the high 70s, low 80s. Call Freedom Heating and Air if your AC system just ain't working and you know it before it goes back into the, the 90s, maybe who knows, 100. Call Freedom Heating and Air, 503-580-1456, 580-1456. Five, six. Freedomheatingandair.net is their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Hey, Jeff. Good morning. I got a comment to make about this whole city stuff. Now, we all need to understand that we pay a city manager uh, a fairly healthy income uh, to manage... Uh, you know the city. And all you got to do is go out on the street and drive around and see all the potholes and the lousy job that our city does at maintaining our streets. Uh, and you got to know. <laughs> and... I do believe a lot of that is because they're wasting so much money on their climate agenda, which is, of course, a false agenda, that you've you got to hold those people accountable for the way they spend our money. And who in the hell wants to give them more money when they can't even manage the money we're giving them now? Well, the, exactly. Now, this is the reason I mean, you, you last night in the budget presentation art, Matt Wyatt pointed out what's in the budget message. The budget message for 2024 from the city manager is they want 52 new positions. All right. New employees. A chunk. The biggest chunk of them are for community services. In other words, homelessness. So how much money is the city spending today on homeless services and how much more of this new tax is going to spend and add to the homeless services 
And what is it doing? What are we getting? What's the value for the money today, along with all city services? People need to be asking that question. That's what we're asking people of the political coffee clatch to do, to go dive into the budget, start comparing the 24 budget with the 23 budget in each of these categories and the 22 budget. How big has the budget grown? Last night, Art, Matt Wyatt pointed out for the last two years, the city budget in total has grown by 10% a year. That's and higher than inflation. And wasted. Yes. Because because they don't know what the hell they're doing. And if we're going to make positive change, we got to make sure that we have a decent city manager that knows what the heck they're doing and how to spend our money efficiently and effectively. Uh, and we're not getting that, Jeff. We all know that the commissioners uh, are kind of token. Uh, you know, they are elected, yeah. But the person who is responsible for the operation of our city and if things get done or not, it falls right on the head of the city manager. And that person is doing a lousy job of spending our money. So why in the hell do we want to give them more? I don't. I, I refuse it. <laughs> uh, I, I, I want accountability. And until we get accountability, then I'm not going to give them a damn penny more than what and I already nor have. nor should to. you. And you shouldn't. Neither You're should anybody exactly else. You're right. That works in the city of Salem. Art, thanks for making a great point. I'm glad you're passionate about it. That's what Art believes. What do you God believe? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Jim writes an email. Was, oh, there I go feeling safer again. That's, you know this Channel 12 story about the Oregon governor signing a whole series of public safety laws in, or bills into law. He writes, I agree that something needs to be done about the public defender debacle. Turning criminals loose because they can't be defended makes as much sense as criminalizing the law-abiding for tinkering in their garages. Referring to House Bill 2005 says you can't CD or you can't um, 3D print your lower receiver for your AR-15. Greg, thanks for the email about Moderna paying Fauci and the NIH $400 million out of billions. Yeah, that's how much they got paid. Corby writes, regarding the limericks I have read today, the two of them, if you've missed them, you need to go back and listen. He says, good morning, Jeff. My shirt is going to say, quote, don't ask where my mask is. I lost it up the hind end of the last person that asked. <laughs> oh, that's good, Corby. <laughs> Oh, 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 
am. Righteous Renovations is a contractor you can absolutely trust. That's Eric Azer. And he is a man of faith, and he does live it in how he works with you. I've experienced this personally. Eric has driven down here to where my farm is and where I'm building my new home. He's went over my plans with me. He suggested a number of things that I didn't even think of, that probably most of us wouldn't think of. But a contractor has to think about those things. And he is a contractor. He does a lot of handyman remodeling kind of projects, including additions to your home. He specializes in a number of things, like trim work. And that's part of what, along with flooring, that he's going to be doing for my project. You ought to, you owe it to yourself, frankly, to talk to Eric Azer if you're thinking about doing any of those things. Go to RighteousRenovations.com. RighteousRenovations.com. Back, it's... In a moment, it's 6.48. I'll tie all of this together for you and ask you another important question. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC. Talk line emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM. Dot news. The Salem City tax is going to be a focus of both this radio show, the repealing of it anyway, the income tax, and of our political coffee clutches as we move forward. But it's up to us, folks. I mean, you can't count on the Statesman Journal or Facebook, although there's some interesting stuff that's coming out on Facebook as Curtis Grubbs keeps me apprised of that, because he, he's following some of these Facebook pages that are following the Salem City income tax. Some interesting stuff that is, well, coming out there. Like, how much money has the city of Salem sent trying to convince you that the safer communities, which is borderline now, in fact, anything they spend along this way should be challenged in court. Because they, they're electioneering. Oregon has two laws to deal with government spending your tax dollars to convince you to let them tax you more. That's illegal. Now, what they did prior to the repeal qualifying for the November ballot of this year, what they did was send out something that was borderline talking to you about how important it is to have safer communities. It is important to have safer communities. Why do you think downtown Portland is the mess that it is? And the governor has to convene a task force. Now, the leadership of the city of Salem, the elected leadership, and there are rumors that this leftist mayor, former city councilor, now is the mayor. There are rumors I'm hearing 
that he might want to run for the county commission. And then who knows where from there. This is the opportunity to slap that down. And everybody else on the commission who arrogantly, and those are some of the comments that Curtis Grubbs is telling me is out there on, and every now and then he'll send me a screenshot of comments about the arrogance of the Salem City Council for not listening. 99% of the people opposed in public testimony and written, both publicly and written, this income tax. Many of these are people who are finally beginning to wake up to the fact that they need to think differently about who they're voting for and what they're voting for. That's the opportunity of permanent political realignment in political thinking. This is an opportunity, folks, but it's up up to us. Nobody else is going to, Statesman Journal is not going to dive into the budget and find the hidden misuse or purposeful reclassification of money, moving people around, because it says in the budget message there that, hey, you know, they've lost four people out of the city manager's budget. Really? Where'd those four people go? Did they retire? Did they get fired? Did you simply shift them to another department and they're hidden somewhere else just to make it look like you're really, really being good with the people's money? We won't know that, folks, unless you become a budget detective. How do you do that? Well, I'm going to continue to share with you one of the ways. And last night's presentation by Matt Wyatt was a piece of that puzzle. Because in it, he revealed a tool that is online with the city of Salem. It's on their website. that allows you, the individual, to go look at their budget and to make cuts and didn't submit that. They have an $11 million deficit. That's what the city of Salem is saying right now. $11 million deficit. And what they say they have to spend. It includes these new programs, by the way. Matt Wyatt spent some time in the budget. He used this tool. He went from an $11 million deficit to a $3.5 million surplus. No kidding. You can do that, too. We'll put a link up uh, on the show page for Political Coffee, where you can listen to the podcast, and you can share this with others, because we need to. Tonight, by the way, I'm probably not going to be watching this presidential debate, because I'll probably be doing some other things. Breitbart asked the candidates tonight to explain their vision for immigration, a 10-page questionnaire. Immigration is going to be big in this coming election because it affects these local cities. You see, friends, all that's happening here, like the St. Louis mayor, Announcing a plan that is clearly unconstitutional to outlaw AR-15s, AK-47s, and hopes that the criminals will comply with it. That's a, a local issue, something that's happening at the local level. 
that is protected by the federal constitution. The same thing's happening in Oregon with this Salem City income tax. Now, the constitution allows that, but what I'm telling you is that if the left, the Marxists, don't like a national ruling, like from the Supreme Court, they just say they're going to ignore it. Same thing happened with the governor of Oregon. Both of our last two governors of Oregon. The death penalty, we just ignore it. Oregon's constitution that said marriage was between a man and a woman. Till the U.S. Supreme Court decision, they just ignored it. Outlawing your Second Amendment rights arbitrarily, like the St. Louis mayor, that's a local issue. It has to be fought for and about all across the country. You see, if it's, if it's allowed in St. Louis, it spreads. If the Salem City income tax is allowed, if we don't repeal it, if you don't repeal it, because you get to vote on it, those of you who live inside the city limits of Salem, if you don't repeal it, that will spread to Eugene, to Portland, everywhere else where the leftists, the Marxists control. You see, the local level is how we fix this, folks. That's why our local elections and you are so important because you get to have persuasive conversations with persuadable people in your world. And you can help them see the opportunity. That's why the Salem income tax repeal vote is so important because you can help somebody who's been voting blindly for the left without realizing how it's impacting their life. You can help them understand what that means. That's permanent political realignment. There's a lot more that we're going to, again, keep talking about when it comes to this idea. How do we win elections at the local level? And can we trust the elections process? That's why we've got to get rid of the machines. Because Don Powers pointed out something important last night. Even if you have a computer that's turned off, if you're plugged into an electrical system, it can still be hacked. Yeah, that's true. We'll keep talking about all of this. Join me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Dead